as one who has been entrusted with the onerous responsibilities of guiding our young republic through these difficult times, I must confess that it is always a source of deep pleasure and encouragement to me to receive assurances of the support of the people and their continuing determination to persevere until complete victory is achieved. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are very much welcome to another episode of the Biafra Fire podcast. You already know what I do on this podcast. It is entirely about Biafra and the fight for independence from the monstrosity called Nigeria. What I do here does not substitute uh, for the efforts made by the people at Radio Biafra. So it's important for you to tune in. It's important for you to listen to Radio Biafra because they have more original programming, uh, more in-depth coverage and analysis. But I understand that because of issues uh, like time zone differences, it's sometimes in, uh, very hard to tune in. So well, what I do here is to bring you the up-to-date news referendum news just general things about biafra and africa large so that you can have a look you can have a listen rather when you have time or are you on covenant so that is what i do here and i can be reached on plus six one four six nine zero five nine five two one i'll say that again that's plus six one four six ninety five nine five twenty one uh you can also contact me at juxtix at hotmail.com that's juxtix T-I-X at Hotmail.com Now let me talk a bit, if you don't mind, about the silence of Father Mbaka. I mean, where is Father Mbaka? Where is Father Mbaka? If you remember, oh, of course, for contest, Father Mbaka is a priest, uh, a very controversial, politically active priest with massive, massive following in eastern Nigeria. That's the Biafra land. Uh, during the election, the last election cycle, he went on record to say that Buhari is God sent. Now, Buhari, of course, is the current president of Nigeria. He said that Buhari is God sent and was sent by God to come and rescue Nigerians from the hardship and the darkness and the poverty that they were in. In fact, he said, and I quote, Buhari saved Nigeria from being sold. I do not want to confront or question anything said by a man of God. But then again, the fact is that Buhari has not saved Nigeria. Buhari has worsened the condition of Nigerians. Buhari has made people more poor, more sick. Buhari has killed and slaughtered, or at least apparatus of state under his control, like the DSS and the army, has slaughtered arguably 1,000 Nigerians since he took... Look! There is nothing, and I'm at pains to stress this, nothing that will indicate even remotely, that Buhari has been in any way, shape or form a blessing to Nigeria, as Mbaka claimed. Now, his Mbaka's silence is definite. Is definite. I would think that there would be a rejoinder, seeing as uh, he's been called out and uh, there's controversy swelling around 
his affinity with the president, you will think that he will issue a rejoinder clarifying, uh, distancing himself from, or at least confirming, if need be, his position. But he hasn't done that. I haven't had, I haven't had from him, and I don't think no one has. And I, I ask myself the question: How can he say? That Buhari is a godsend. I don't understand. Maybe there's something I'm not seeing. And I'll leave it at death. If Buhari is there to crush down on Biafrans and kill them. If that's how he's making life better for Nigerians. Then I, I, I beg to differ. If the economic hardship. Things are so hard that people are so impoverished. People are so poor that it is hard for some families to eat. To feed just to, to 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 survive how is this good how is this a blessing the in the news coming out of uh, biafra land ipob which is the indigenous people of biafra acting in response to information that buhari is holding an armed canoe of the coast of bayelsa has called for his release and are threatening fire and brimstone Ibos will support Buhari in 2019, and that's according to Roches Okoroja, the most state governor. <laughs> what a shame. Roches Okoroja, you will remember, his actual name is Okorawosa. He It's Okorawosa because he's so beholden to the Hausa Fulani Muslim tribe that he is never true to himself, never true to his roots as an Igbo man. So, in spite of overwhelming evidence that the whole of Owere, the whole of Imo state, strongly supports the move for a Biafran referendum and the move to cover the Biafran state from this rubbish and zoo called Nigeria. Their governor, their elected representative is saying that he was to support Buhari in 2019. Now, why would, to the, let's reason along here. Why would Ibos in Imo state support Buhari in 2019? Buhari has presided over the worst economic slump in modern Nigerian history. Buhari has slaughtered over 1,000 Nigerians, especially Biafrans. Buhari has refused to protect Igbo businesses and Igbo interests. Buhari has refused to undertake any form of federal infrastructure projects in Igbo land. Buhari has said publicly that he will compel... Igbo people to give up their land so that his Fulani headsmen can heads, can can uh, rear their cow cows. Buhari has refused to intervene in any meaningful way in the uh, Benue massacre. Buhari is a shame. Buhari is a disgrace. Buhari is an abomination unto mankind, and he has no business returning to the presidency when his tenure expires in two thousand and nineteen. Uh, uh, Cows are still running around the entire place, and the, the entire place, markets, pedestrian crossings, etc., are littered with cows. And you ask yourself the question: How can this country survive? It will not. That is the answer. Look, um, Emmanuel Macron has visited Nigeria, and he held talks with the president uh, on security and terrorism issues. Waste of time. Waste of time. The 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 Boko Haram is an advanced military of the Nigeria as an advanced uh, militant group working for the Nigerian government. Buhari is a sponsor. Buhari said that a strike against Boko Haram is a strike against the North, a strike against Muslim and Islam in general. So, 
Why are you dialoguing? I don't know. Do this pre- this uh, international uh, uh, dignitaries don't they? I, I, I think don't they? have people advising them don't they read don't they have don't they make recourse to history don't they actually profile someone and you know see what that person has said in the past how can you be dialoguing with someone that says that an attack on boko haram is an attack against the north and islam how can you be dialoguing with such a person on security and terrorism i mean this is this is a disgrace our news coming out of Africa. Nine people are dead and dozens injured in a road accident in Kenya when a bus and a truck collided on LA on Wednesday on a busy highway southwest of, of south, southwest of Nairobi. Always bad news. According to the United Nations, rebels and government troops in Congo have committed atrocities, including mass rape, cannibalism. Oh my goodness, cannibalism and the dismemberment of civilians. According to testimony published on Tuesday by a team of the United Nations rights experts who said the world must pay heed. An unarmed Kenyan man is suing an unnamed sorry Kenyan man is suing after he said the contract he contracted an STD because of poor quality control of the condom he used. So that news in detail is that he had sex with someone and the condom bust and he contracted an STD that he passed on to his wife and he is seeking compensation. Uh, basing his case on the quality of the condom. He's, he reckons that the, the condom was not of a very strong quality and that was why he had to suffer through this ordeal. And I can see his reasoning. I can definitely see his reasoning. Uh, the, Kenyan winner of, the Kenyan winner of the prestigious prize for African writing has told the BBC that she would donate half of £10,000 to help rehabilitate street children. Her short story, which won the award, was about street children. I think it was something called Fanta or something like that. So, uh, as the Australians will say, good on her. Look, in the Nigerian nonsense in focus, I will talk really about quality control of condoms. Now, the best and the best... This best is on quotes, best on quotes, the best condom in Nigeria and the most far and the most commonly used condom in Nigeria is called Gold Circle. Now, Gold Circle, as well as being common, also has the highest failure rates that I've ever possibly seen. It. Since I came to Australia, and I'll be personal here, since I came to Australia, I have never had a condom bust. Not one. Not one. I have never had a condom bust. But a Nigerian is who called Nigeria because, of course, there is no quality control. People are being exposed to HIV. People are being exposed to STDs and the likes just because condoms consistently fail. And there is no public health awareness. The syst- there is an organization called the Standards Organization in Nigeria, which... Permit me to say it's a shame that they don't do nothing. Actually, my uh, final year essay and project was was actually based on organizations such as the Standard Organizations of Nigeria because it had to do with consumer protection and stuff. So I know a bit about what I'm talking about. So they have 
the, the, the system is all in place, but it's just on paper. In practice, they do not have control over things like this. And people are putting on condoms to have sex, and they are believing that they are protected and that they are actually being responsible. And they are not. They are being let down by poor quality control uh, by the Nigerian government. So, you see just how much rot just how much risk that it is to live in this country called nigeria all aspects of your life are at risk your political rights are trampled upon your ability to actually keep your health safe and free of diseases are curtailed this is a shame. This is why we want to have Biafra because we want to do things differently. Because we want to do things the way they should be done. And I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Uh, the quote for today is: must, "We must be free, not because we claim, not because we claim freedom, but because we practice it." IPOB must be free, not because we are claiming freedom, but because we are practicing it. This is according to William Faulkner. I'll see you next time. Bye.